0: Hi, welcome to Hope. My name is Tammy Lynn Connors, and this is my podcast and YouTube channel, Helping Other People Evolve. My mission and vision with Hope is just to help someone who is struggling. What I do is I interview people that have been through a struggle but have gotten to a strength. And I hope that their story might help somebody that feels like they're at home all by themselves, laying in their bed or sitting on their couch and struggling all alone, and knowing that there is hope out there. Unfortunately, the people that I've interviewed have been through a struggle, but fortunately, they've gotten to a strength. I always say to, you know, it's not like I interview people, and they are at the complete, complete strength in their entire life, but they've gotten to a strength. So today's episode is just me. You get me today. Um, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober for a little over 18 years. My life right now is in a good spot, but I say I didn't get here overnight. I tell this to people all the time because people will look at somebody that's, that's a little more successful, that has strength, that has a smile, that is like living life and be like, yeah, well, you're strong. Well, I wasn't strong 18 years ago and I haven't gotten to the strength that I need to be. But right now I'm at a good strength. And part of that is removing toxic people, places and things out of my life. You know, it's, it's been a big year of learning a year and a half now, I guess, of detachment. I didn't know anything about detachment. I'm a very empathetic person. I'm always there trying to help people. I see that little bit of hope in people, that little bit of goodness. And usually what happens is it ends up hurting me. Now, I love all people. Um, My friend Danelle Delgado said this one time, like she loves everybody, but that doesn't mean she likes everybody. So I like that she said that because I do love all people. Um, And you might do me wrong and I still love you. I just don't like you or associate with you anymore. But that's where I had to learn my boundary. And sometimes, you know, with toxic people and what really stinks is they can be the people that are the closest to you. They can be the people that are so close to you and they know exactly what to say, what to do, uh, get you rethinking things like, wait, maybe I wasn't very nice or maybe Maybe I maybe they were right. Maybe I should have done that like that. No, no, don't let them do that to you. So it's manipulative, you know, and I don't use words like I don't I don't label people. I think labels are not a good thing. I think that people have traits. I think that all people have some type of trait, right? Whether it's good, bad, you know, as long as you're working on you, you'll get better with your traits and the things that you, you know, you have going on, but you have to work on you. You have to work on your inner self, whether you're somebody that is like that, somebody that is manipulative, somebody that, that, um, likes to boss people around. And if they don't get their way, then they turn into a complete jerk Or maybe you're that person that that person knows they can prey on and they know that they can manipulate you to whatever it is. Give them money. Um, Maybe it's sex. Maybe it's taking them places. Maybe it's, you know, letting them live with you and just abusing you, you know, and abuse doesn't have to come just physically. Just so you guys know, and I'm sure that all of you know this, but it doesn't just come physically, abuse comes mentally too. And honestly, I've been through both. I've been through physical abuse and I've been through emotional, mental abuse. And I can promise you that the mental abuse is harder to get through than the physical abuse. The physical abuse, I mean, I I don't believe me, I don't believe in physical abuse, but I was through it, you know, and I healed from that. I learned that, no, you're not gonna use me as a punching bag, that doesn't work like that. But what I haven't learned and I just started really learning is how I let people manipulate me into things that I really didn't want to do things that um, I just did to make people happier. But at the same time as I was making others happier, I wasn't happy. You know, you might've seen me walking around with a smile on my face and, and I don't like to ever say that I faked my happiness, but I always like to just be the light in the world. So no matter what was going on, at home or anywhere, I didn't drag it to other people and I didn't drag it out to the world. But now I know that if I'm transparent about these things, like Trent Shelton, my friend says, my transparency will lead to someone else's transformation. So I'm just being raw, real and honest with all of you. I have went through some mental abuse from close people to me and it's hard It is really hard, especially if those people are your blood. I'm not going to throw any names out there because I'm not that name dropper. But when it's somebody that's that close to you and because they have a victim mentality, because they're an addiction, because they're manipulative, because they think the world has to stop because their world's not going good, they will turn it all around on somebody. And they'll always find their prey, right? And when it's somebody that's your blood, it's somebody that you love, and they start doing that to you continually, continually, continually. And if you sit back, and this is what I had to do, sit back and think about the things that are said, the way that they're said the way that they're nasty things that are said to you, that you you did nothing, but you tried to do your best that you could do for many years. And then they throw it all around on you. And then, I don't know, it's crazy to me. But what I've learned is also they'll do is a day later or two days later, they'll be like asking you for money or a ride or something. And 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 me, I used to be like, okay, I basically forgive you and let's go for a ride, right? I'm not doing that anymore. And I just really had to put my foot down in a very close relationship to me that I will not put up with this mental abuse anymore. And here's what I done. And and maybe this will help you. I don't know. Um, You know, I'm not talking about if you're in a relationship, domestic violence relationship, that you're living with each other I. Really hope that you'll go get some professional help and get this figured out because you nobody needs to live like that. This is a different situation that's away from me, but people deal with this every single day I hear about it. So what I had to do is with my detachment, I just had to let go. I had to know, so what this is something that I worked on on me, and, and I'm going to share this with you because it's helped me to get through this detachment part of it. So I grew up in a very dysfunctional home, very dysfunctional. Um, my dad was very abusive to my mom. Um, sexually abusive to me. I'm not sure about my sister. I feel like I kind of protected her, but definitely there were times that things happened to me and I, I've kind of blocked them out and they're starting to come out a little bit. So here I am being transparent with you. So very domestic violence house. My mom was abused and beaten all the time by my dad. My aunt was just telling me that my dad, was downtown Toledo. And my aunt and uncle had to pick him up because he was with a hooker and he got rolled and all his money was taken. And it happened often with him. So, you know, I'm hearing these things. So this is what I grew up with. And I, so at the time that wasn't dysfunctional to me, that was normal. That's what my life was. Right. So then my mom got remarried. And when she got remarried, She got married to a um, German man who was very kind to her in the beginning. And it kind of got more, you know, emotionally abusive, no physical abuse, but emotionally and mentally. And that happened with my sister and I, more mental abuse, more mental abuse. So as we're moving on and time goes on, all those years of my life growing up from the time I was born, basically, until I was 18 that I got married and moved out of the house. Yelling. It was always yelling, always screaming. Never was it, Hey, did you pick your clothes up? No, not yet. Okay, we'll do that. Instead, it was, Did you pick your clothes up? No, not yet. Why did you pick up your clothes? You know, all the yelling and screaming. It always, okay, that was normal to me. Okay, this was my normal. That's all I knew. So for a few years, my mom and I lived together, and my niece and my nephew. And I remember. My nephew, um, I, I don't know, I was asking him to do something and he didn't do it. And I asked him again and he still didn't do it. So then I was screaming at him. I was screaming. And I thought, I didn't think anything of it. And my nephew said to me, Aunt Tammy, why do you always have to yell? And I was like, because you don't listen. You don't do what I ask you to do. And the only way I can get the point across is for me to scream at you because that's all I knew. So... I didn't really look at it like that, right? I was just like, yeah, well, you're still not doing what I tell you to do. And I'm screaming at you now. So, and I'm talking like, and I hate to even admit that this is who I was, but it was who I was. And here's the thing though I'm healing from it. I'm getting so much better at it because I recognized it. And the reason I recognized it is my son. My son said to me, Mom, you really do. You really yell a lot. And I took a look back and I thought about it. And There's um, times in my life that I know I was screaming and I was yelling and then what was the reason and, and all of this. And I started working on me and realizing that, no, I don't have to do that. But I have somebody in my life that's very close to me, that's blood related to me, that can get me to that level like that, like that. And what I've learned I have to do and I've learned this just in the last few months. So that's why I'm sharing it with you to know your boundaries and know not to be around toxic people. So what I do is if we're texting and it gets the mentally abusive through texting, which can be, I mean, yeah, I could block the person, but I mean, that's what's good. That, because I'm going to unblock them eventually. Um, I just say, I'm going to go ahead and let you go now. I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow because most likely that person that i'm talking about is either high or drunk or something. So that and i'll end it and they'll start continue and i just don't respond. So that's that's me healing, right? If we are talking on the phone um even in the, i i mean i just did this just recently talking on the phone and it starts, you know, and you know, you made me homeless, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. And i take a deep breath, and I say, you know what? I can't have this conversation with you right now. I love you very much. I hope that you have a good night, and I will talk to you another day. And that's where I have to go with it. And and it's hard. It's hard no matter who it is, and whether it's blood or not blood. But what happens? What is your hard? Is it harder to scream? And I don't scream anymore at that person. I just don't. I just can't. It's not healthy for me. So that's when I had to pick, what is my heart? Is my heart screaming, yelling? What is the point of it? No point of it at all. It doesn't mean anything. All it does is get me upset. I mean, there was times when my mom was still alive and with my family that I would get so yelling that my mom would be like, stop, you're going to have a heart attack. And unfortunately it was true. It was true because I would get so, and it wasn't, well, I guess it's anger. It was so angry, but so hurt too at the same time, if that makes any sense. So here I am, I'm hurt. I'm angry. So I'm yelling and I've learned that that doesn't do anybody any good. So I've had to work on me. And I, I'm saying this to all of you that are listening. You know, I hope that you start working on you because when we allow all these toxic people in our life. When we allow the toxicity. When we allow people to talk to us a certain way. It's because we haven't healed from something, something in our past, something in a relationship, something in um, a school day, somebody that told us something. We've never healed from it. And as we get older, And we learn that we can heal from these traumas that we've been through. But you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be the one that says, you know what? Today, I'm not going to let somebody treat me in such a way. Today, I'm not going to let people laugh at me like that. I walk with a different attitude now. And I'm not saying this to brag on myself, but even three years ago, if I walked into a room, people knew they could pick on me like that because I was that person. they could pick on me, they could they could maneuver me, they could manipulate me, they could get me to do most all the things like money and whatever. you know I could take them here, I could do this and, and they could say things to me that I would I would just brush off. And I've grown and I've developed and I've learned who I am, who God made me to be, and He made me be. Tammy Lynn Connors, not Tammy Lynn Connors that's going to go shy away because somebody says, oh my God, Tammy Lynn Connors, you have freckles. No, I walk into a room with confidence now. I know that nobody's going to tell me that I'm worthless. Nobody's going to tell me that my freckles are ugly. Nobody's going to tell me that this white hair that I let grow out is doesn't doesn't look good on me because I know it does because God gave it to me and I feel like it looks amazing on me. Here's the thing. It's because I don't allow it anymore. I've learned that I can't allow people to abuse me. And that's what it is. And there's so many people out there that will abuse whoever they can. They know they can feel it. They can see it. They know whether you're a man or a woman, you carry that trait about you. You're constantly saying, I'm sorry. Um, You're constantly apologizing for any little thing. Um, you make excuses for things like, hey, did you pick that toy up off the ground and throw it over there? Well, what happened was, no, I just asked a simple question. You know, it's, it's always making excuses. It's always trying to defend yourself. Once you get to a point that you don't defend yourself anymore, there's no reason to defend yourself to some people. There's just no reason. If you've done something wrong, then yes, you need to defend yourself. You need to say, yes, I did this. Take ownership of it, but take ownership of it. And here's the thing. There's like I said, there's so many people out there like I've been working with some women right now that that their self-esteem is so low that they attract the people, whether it's men, women, all of it. They attract the people that are going to bully them. And the problem with it is, I just heard somebody say this not too long ago, the biggest bully that we have in our life is ourself up in here. This is the biggest bully of our life. If we can learn to stop bullying ourselves, if we can look in that mirror, I just said this to a girl the other day, just get in the mirror, tell yourself just one thing about yourself that's good, whether it's, and it doesn't have to be, I'm a good mom. Okay, that's, that's great. We, we know that you're a good mom. But you have to love you. You have to look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I love your eyes. I love your smile. I love your personality. I love the way you make other people feel. I like being the light in the world. You start saying those affirmations to yourself, it's going to start changing who you are. And you're not going to have those people that are toxic around you anymore. Because what starts happening is they start walking away because they know they know they can't do that to you anymore. And they'll move on to somebody else, unfortunately, but they know they can't do that to you anymore. So you need to be the one to step out to the plate. You need to the one to self-develop. You need to be the one that says, I am not tolerating any more mental or physical abuse. I am not tolerating anyone, whether it's at work, whether it's at um, the park, wherever you're at. I am not allowing anyone to talk negatively to me. If they do, I will not argue with them. I will not do that. I will not defend myself. I'm a bigger person than that. I will get up and I will remove myself. And that's how it works. And here's the thing. The more I've been doing this, the more I've been detaching, the more I haven't been allowing people to do that. Guess what? People aren't doing it to me anymore. Because you you start having a different glow about you. You start having a different aura about you. You just start becoming a different person. And when you start becoming that different person and they know they can't do that to you anymore, guess what? They're going to go away. And sometimes it hurts. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it hurts because it's people that you thought were your people and they're not. They were just there, you know. And I'm not saying that they don't like you or love you or whatever. But they were just there. And they're just not going to be the people that you need in your life. If you start leveling up, the people around you are going to start leveling up and you're going to have a whole different group of people. You know, I hope that this helps somebody today. I hope that there's somebody really can relate and know that you can learn. It has to be learned detachment. You can learn how to build your self-esteem up. You can learn how to not let people walk all over you or treat you a certain way. And I say this because I've learned it and I didn't learn it overnight. I've learned it and I learn it and I learn it and I learn it. Every day I learn something. And that's so important and I I get that, no, I, I don't have time, Tammy. I don't have time. You have three minutes a day. You can listen to a motivational video. You have three minutes a day. You can listen to something. You have three minutes a day. You can go talk to yourself in the mirror. You have 25 minutes. I guarantee in your day that you're wasting scrolling or doing something that you could go listen to a Sarah Jakes Roberts. You got time that you can go listen to a Mel Robbins. You have time that you can block out and read for 15 minutes. I get life's busy and I get life's hard, but how hard is it living the way you're living now? How hard is it to know that someone is going to be mentally abusing you? How hard is that? We choose our hard, right? Is it hard to read every day? Some days it is. Is it hard to self-develop every day? Some days it is, but but not anymore. I get up in the morning. The first thing I do is I, I pray, I read my devotional and I listen to some type of YouTube motivational video, eight minutes, seven minutes while I'm getting ready. I mean, yeah, everybody has seven minutes that they're getting ready, right? And I do that. And then I can get out and walk out on my day and start my day on the right foot and go be the light to the world. So I appreciate you guys jumping on hope. I have a whole bunch of great episodes coming up, but I haven't done one on my own in a while. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to say, hey, so Thank you once again for tuning in to Hope. I cannot wait for you guys to see this journey that I'm on. It is so exciting. I have a bunch of things happening this summer and I can't wait for you all to be a part of it. So you guys all have an amazing, amazing day and we will see you all soon. Thank you so much.